Welcome to Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness. Mindfulness is the tool available to everyone that empowers us to direct our life experiences. I am MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creator, philosopher, and your guide through easy-to-use mindfulness tools, conscious reality creation, and other devices for unselfish self-awareness. This week's topic, self-awareness explains what, how, who, where, and why we are. Self-awareness goes beyond the self, but it begins with knowledge and mindfulness of ourselves, something that a lot of us tend to lack in this crazy instant gratification, do, 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 go, go, go world. Why we are and all else depends on a lot of different factors and how we got to the where and the why and the who of ourselves here and now in this moment were products of three things. Either choices that we made and didn't make, circumstances that were both in and out of our control, and random happenstance, just things that happened that we probably had no control over that just occurred. This is the way that life comes into being, and this experience is no different for anybody else. All of us have these same experiences. Everybody on this planet goes through the ups and downs of life, the universe, and everything. I don't know anybody who always is in a good place, who is always happy, who is always experiencing nothing but the best for their lives. Everybody goes through messy stuff. Everybody has problems. Everybody has unexpected happenings occur to them that they then have to deal with. We all have fires that we have to put out. We all have these experiences that take us in a direction we didn't want to go. Nobody desired to be in that position, and yet here we are. What we make of that is for us to choose, and a long way into doing that choice is to be more self-aware. The reason I started this whole show, this Self-Awareness for Everyone podcast, was because I wanted to help people recognize that it is not in any way, shape, or form selfish to choose to be more self-aware. Likewise, self-care, which is a part of self-awareness, is something that we just don't give enough of to ourselves. We put ourselves last. We put ourselves behind others. And while it feels altruistic and it feels good, to a degree, it also completely disempowers us. Because before we know it, we are breaking down, falling apart, and dealing with stuff that we really don't need to deal with. We didn't think we'd have to be in this particular situation. And yet, here we are. All the elements of who, what, where, how, and why we are came into being through various combinations, as I said before, of the choices that we made and didn't make of extenuating circumstances and or random happenstance. But here's the key. No matter how it happened, it's changeable. Now that might feel like it's going to require some force that's akin to moving a mountain or to having to alter the rotation of the planet or something unimaginably difficult. But by the same token, it might be even easier than we think it is. The key is this. Nothing is written in stone. 
everything about who, what, where, how, and why we are is malleable and changeable. Nobody is stuck unless they believe they are stuck. And that's something that each and every one of us can work with over time to gain more control over our life experiences, over the good, the bad, and the indifferent. And it's really easy to lose sight of this. But this is why self-awareness is so important to us, because that's how we make the choices to live and be who, what, where, how, why, what we want. All of it. Now, it seems like I'm talking in circles here. And to some degree, I am. I'm not going to deny that. But it's really amazing to me how many of us don't recognize that if we don't even think about this and we live subconsciously and we let our subconscious mind and our ego do all of the work, we are inadvertently disempowering ourselves and leaving ourselves without choices and options that are our right, that are ours to make and have and choose. And this is something enormous when it comes to living a full and awesome life versus just subsisting and existing. We're here for more than that. But here's an important thing that we need to take into account, and this is where mindfulness comes into play, which is this. The past is not the present. Lots of people identify with their past selves. They talk about who they were, what they did, where they were, all the things that they used to be. Sometimes this goes back a short ways. It's just a week or two ago. Other times it goes back decades, and they talk about these people that they used to be two lifetimes ago, basically. Because let's face it, none of us are who we were 20 years ago if we're old enough to think back that far. And even if you're not, you're not who you were 20 years ago on lots and lots of levels. Why? Because, as I'm fond of pointing out, change is the one and only constant in the entire universe. When we try to be ourselves, to be self-aware, and we begin with identifying ourselves from who we used to be instead of who we are now, we've actually gone an extra step in disempowering ourselves, and we've made it that much more complicated to get to anywhere and to know who, what, where, how, and why we are. The past has come and gone. You can't undo it, redo it, or change it. Living from it makes no sense whatsoever because it's past us, it's behind us, it's already over. Here and now, in the present, however, this is where, who, what, how, and why we are. But to truly know ourselves, to really understand how this works, and to be genuinely self-aware, we need to practice mindfulness. When I talk about mindfulness, I'm not talking about that unusual buzzword that so many people use today when it comes to the ideas of mindfulness, that it's this end-all, be-all, life-changing thing. Because it is, but it's also not. It's so much more than that. It's so much simpler, and yet at the same time more complicated than that, because mindfulness is really just the expression of our conscious awareness. It's being present in the here and now and aware of our conscious selves, our mindset, headspace, psyche selves. Consciousness is one of the three levels that make each and every one of us up. 
we are all made of the three levels of the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and the ego. And the way that these differ is that our subconscious mind is where everything gets rooted and embedded and all the things we learn tend to go and stick. It is where your habits, beliefs, and values live. And that's how habits become habitual and are done by rote and routine because they've been embedded in your subconscious mind. So they're just automatic and they become what they need to be and they work through that, which is pretty cool. But our conscious mind is our awareness here and now in the present of ourselves. And that is how we can process the world around us and via self-awareness make choices and decisions to be where, what, how, and why we desire to be, in addition to who we desire to be. It's all tied together. The ego is a little bit trickier because the ego tends to be a projection and a mirror at the same time. On the one hand, the ego is kind of the bridge between the conscious and the subconscious, and it's where we find and fill in the gaps between them. On the other hand, it's how we project ourselves out to the world. That's why some truly arrogant people project themselves as truly arrogant, except realistically, they're terrified. They are completely uncertain, but arrogance is how they egotistically project that out so that that's not how they appear, because the reflection back at them is that mirror opposite. It's that uncertainty. It's that fear. And that's the other element of the ego that makes it so much more complicated, is that it is the reflection of who we believe ourselves to be. The best way to start the process of mindfulness is by being more consciously aware of our thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions right here and now. Because now is the only time that is really, truly real. All other time is subject to bias and prejudice and uncertainty and the unknown. Why? Because the past has already come and gone. It's over. It's done. It's the past because it has already passed us. Been there, done that, move on. And we can't change it. We can't undo it. We can't redo it. The past has come and gone. That's the past. The future is unwritten. Or in the words of Yoda, always in motion is the future. Because let's face it, the future is always in motion, and so many elements of what are going to happen, we have zero control over whatsoever. You might plan for a great big outdoor event in two weeks, it might look like it's going to be perfect, and the day of the event, it's pouring rain. That is outside of your control. There is nothing you can do about that, and that's a big part of why living in the future is so uncertain, and living in the past is pointless because these are places and times we have no control whatsoever of. Here and now, when we are self-aware and mindful of it, are ours to be in control of. That is where we are empowered. Self-awareness, choices, circumstances, and random happenstance are all intermingled into our being. They make up how we got to where we are now who, what, and why we are now. All of these things contributed to that. Extenuating circumstances 
happen, and so does random happenstance. And the difference between the two, just in case you're wondering, is one is a reaction and the other is an action, by and large. Extenuating circumstance is you did the thing and the unexpected other thing cropped up, and before you know it, you have to react and deal with it. Whereas random happenstance is the car accident you didn't see coming. It's that person doing something that you didn't expect them to do, and it's that pipe exploding in your kitchen and wrecking the place. But it's also sometimes positive. It's when your crush unexpectedly kisses you. It's when you win the lottery or you get an unexpected promotion at work. Both of these things produce visceral reactions in us. That's the way they work. And they're either a good visceral reaction or a bad visceral reaction. And we didn't see it coming whatsoever until it's right there on top of us here and now in this moment. And that visceral reaction as it occurs is generally habitual and out of control and just it happens. It's the reaction you have to whatever just happened to you. But once it's passed, you get to choose how to move forward and what to do as you move forward. And you can do that via, guess what? Self-awareness and mindfulness. When you take this control, and you have every right to this control, you can choose where, how, why, what, and who you desire to be. I don't know about you, but I find that really, really amazing. Conscious awareness of ourselves, self-awareness, mindfulness of ourselves is how we can be all that we desire to be. Now, if in the process of working with self-awareness, you find that you don't like what you find, it's not how and who and where you desire to be, guess what? You're empowered to change it. And the best way to change it is by becoming aware of it. Then, once you're better at being self-aware, it's a lot easier to be more aware, not just of the material things around you, but the immaterial, the moods of the people you associate with, their attitudes, their beliefs, their values. Everybody has these hidden depths. Some people hide them better than others, and in some cases, they're really kind of more like pie in that the top layer and the bottom layer are really very much the same thing. That's another story. The point is we all have layers, and... To get to the depths of each and every one of us, self-awareness is the key. Because if you don't know yourself, if you are not aware of yourself, how can you possibly be aware of anybody else? Because guess who's inside of your head? You are. The only one in your head, heart, and soul is you. And that's why only you know all the intimate details of yourself, who, what, where, how, and why. The more you're aware of this, and the more you're aware of it here and now, the more you have control and can make any desirable changes in and for your life that you desire to make. And that ultimately empowers us to do better, to be and have better. And instead of being disempowered by these forces that we have zero control over, we can choose to be empowered by ourselves. And that, my friends, is how we make this world a better place for
everyone. Okay, this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. Now, this is a refinement in a lot of respects of a tool that I shared previously. At least once a day, for the next week, I'd like you to ask and answer the following questions and write down both the question and the answer. When you do this, set aside two to five minutes of concentrated time to ask and answer these questions. And again, write this down. You can type it out. You can write it. I don't care which, but just put it out there. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What am I doing? What are my intentions? These five questions are ultimate mindfulness questions. They make us consciously aware in the moment of, to be honest, who, what, where, how, and why we are. Now, at the end of the week, I'd like you to look back and see what you can remember about from the time when you wrote these things down, what, how, why, and where you were when those were your answers to the questions. Then pause and reflect and think about how much more centered and grounded you are when you're mindful and aware in the moment, right here, right now, in the present. And then finally, this is a bonus challenge I'd like to present to you as part of the Supplied Guidance tool. Going forward, for at least however long you want, once a day, ask yourself these questions. You don't need to write them down, but just pause at least once a day and consciously, mindfully ask, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What am I doing? What are my intentions? See how being consciously self-aware here and now better informs you of the answers to who what, where, how, and why you are. I know that this can be something of a chore, but in all honesty, it's one of the best ways to activate your conscious mind and become more aware of yourself. And when you are more self-aware, you are more empowered to make choices and decisions to direct your life in the ways that you most desire for it to go. Thank you for joining me for self-awareness for everyone and sharing in this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and employing other tools for optimizing our life experiences. If you have any questions or comments, please drop me a line at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me via Instagram and Twitter at mjbleehart and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show and to Fima Honey, the creator of my cover art. Do go and check out her Etsy shop, Talia's Inspirations. Please pay a visit to my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, my articles at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my various published sci-fi and fantasy books on Amazon. I hope that you are discovering how self-awareness can be found via mindfulness and applied to improve not only your life experience, but maybe that of the people around you. And be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be.